0: Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown subject season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: The number of deaths. I'm Nick Einelli. The best and worst big cities for first time
2: homebuyers. Where does D.C. rank? I'm Melissa Howell. A new U.S. government assessment reignites the debate over the origins of COVID. We'll talk more with Axios and health care editor Tina Reed coming up in minutes. It's eight o'clock.
3: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples.
4: I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Parts of the Southern Plains are surveying the damage after tornadoes and other powerful winds sweep through, killing at least one person in Oklahoma. Potawatomi Emergency Management Volunteer Shannon Schultz. What we've seen today is everything from tree damage, fence damage, and we've seen homes that are totally destroyed. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson on the storm's path, starting with Oklahoma. We had at least eight confirmed tornadoes there. In addition, the storm brought some damage to portions of Texas and Kansas. Then it moved into Illinois, into Indiana and Ohio. That's the last severe leg of this storm. But all of that moisture is going to end up in the northeast, and it is going to turn into the most snow we have had all winter so far in portions of the Northeast. In California, the National Weather Service says winter storms will continue moving into the state through Wednesday. Jurors in Alec Murdoch's murder trial will visit the South Carolina home where his wife and son were killed. It comes at the request of the defense. Murdoch's attorney, Dick Harputin. The
1: area of the kennels and the house,
3: just to get some understanding of spatial uh, relationships.
4: The judge has approved the visit. The prosecution did not want the jury to go to the estate. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency warns tech companies to tighten up security for consumers. CBS's Nicole Skanga. Assistant
5: <laughs> Director Jen Easterly called the current threat of cyber intrusions far more dangerous than the Chinese surveillance balloon attracting government and public attention earlier this month. Easterly says China's hacking program is larger than that of every other major nation combined. Gas
4: prices are on the downswing.
5: The national
1: average for regular gas is down about 18 cents from a month ago according to GasBuddy, now at 3.33 a gallon. Oil industry analyst Tom Klozes says it's the opposite of last year.
6: Last year we were about to Start the craziness and this year it's
1: been very sedate for the most part. But he says prices will increase beginning next month. But it's gonna be a modest increase, not the kind of increase that we saw last year, which was on the order of a dollar fifty a gallon. Gas buddy says Texas has the cheapest gas at two eighty seven a gallon. Matt Piper, CBS News. New
4: Cleveland Clinic research shows that a popular artificial sweetener is associated with an increased risk of heart attack and stroke. Study author Dr. Stanley Hayes, The Hazen. very top candidate compound that predicted the future risk for heart attack, stroke, and death turned out to be a compound called erythritol. Artificial sweeteners such as erythritol are common replacements for table sugar. On Wall Street, the Dow closed up 72 points. NASDAQ also closed up 72 points. S&P 500 closed up 12. This is CBS News.
3: Staples stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. 8.03
2: here on WTOP, Monday evening, February 27th, 2023. A lot of steady rain in the area and temperatures staying in the 40s. 43 at Reagan National. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. Breaking news, Commander's owner Dan Snyder reportedly wants NFL owners and the league to shield him against future legal liability and costs if he sells his team. The Washington Post reports Snyder's demands include a threat to sue if the conditions are not met. The demand has reportedly angered the fellow owners and renewed discussion about the possibility of taking a vote to remove Snyder from ownership if the commander's are not sold by Snyder soon. All this comes as information uh, from two people uh, familiar with the situation. They're speaking with the Washington Post. So far, no comment yet from Snyder or the commanders, but we're going to stay on top of it for you this week. Attorneys for former Catholic Cardinal Theodore McCarrick say his dementia has progressed and he's unfit to stand trial. Now they're asking a judge to dismiss the case against him.
0: The former Archbishop of Washington, Theodore McCarrick, is now 92 years old and set to stand trial for charges he sexually assaulted a 16-year-old boy in Massachusetts in 1974. The victim alleges McCarrick abused him at his brother's wedding reception at Wellesley College. He's the first to bring criminal charges against the defrocked cardinal, but 14 minors and at least five adults have accused McCarrick of sexual assault, according to BishopAccountability.org. But his attorneys say his cognitive decline is, quote, worsening rapidly, citing a recent neurological exam of McCarrick at the facility where he lives in Missouri. The prosecution told the judge it wants to conduct another competency test. The judge will hear the results in April. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News.
2: A D.C. man is found guilty of assaulting a man in northwest D.C. According to prosecutors, 42-year-old Anthony Duncan attacked the man after he says that this guy directed a sexually suggestive act toward him. The man, though, denies any advance. Prosecutors say Duncan recorded himself physically attacking the man, saying a derogatory gay slur as he broke his nose and his teeth. Duncan faces up to three years in prison when sentenced in April. 8.05 to the deadly problem between cars, cyclists and people on foot. That is what's driving a new
1: road safety bill in Montgomery County. Saying that 19 pedestrians and bicyclists were killed on Montgomery County roads last year, County Council President Evan Glass introduced a bill that would ban right turns on red lights and extend walk times at crosswalks by three to seven seconds. It would impact downtown and town center areas only. Those are some of the most heavily utilized areas of our county.
0: This bill will greatly enhance safety for everyone.
1: One supporter of the bill is Mindy Baden, whose 32-year-old son was hit and killed while crossing Rockville Pike in 2020.
0: We have a chance to reduce the number of deaths and injuries on
1: our Montgomery County roadways. In Montgomery County, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A man was
2: stabbed on the platform of the U Street metro station in northwest D.C. earlier today. Metro Transit police say this was about 4 20 p.m. just before the busy evening rush. A man was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Police say the suspect ran away. We'll let you know as some additional details come in on this. And a pretty bad update here on that terrible crash we told you about almost a week ago. It happened on Tuesday morning outside the National Zoo on Connecticut Avenue. D.C. police now say one of three people critically injured in the crash is dead. He was 21-year-old Mohammed Islam from Massachusetts who was driving a Tesla. One of four cars involved in that collision It left seven people hurt altogether. Police are not providing updates on how the others who were hurt are doing. They invite anyone who saw or heard something to call them to help them piece this all together. D.C.'s former emergency operations center was near the old St. Elizabeth's Hospital in southeast... Now it has moved closer to the action, if you will. WTOP's John Doman explains. D.C.'s Emergency Operations
6: Center has been busy. Now the city has a newer, bigger center for the next time it's needed.
2: Our
0: hope is that we don't have to use it for a global pandemic or an attack on our capital or any of the emergencies that can happen in big cities around the world.
6: The new facility in the Navy Yard area has work and training space for hundreds and includes a space for city leaders to work with federal counterparts.
0: That means better coordination.
3: This Forty-two thousand square foot emergency operations center. U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is a shining example, how federal and local partners can work alongside and with one another.
2: John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, how Amazon is trying to offer faster delivery on more items despite company cutbacks. Can you do both? Stay with us here at eight oh eight. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only fifty-nine dollars.
4: Michael and Son.
2: And weather on the eights, and when it breaks, we're going to Bob Imler in the traffic center.
6: In Springfield, Culler had a crash on the inner loop on the left side before Springfield. That's on the left shoulder, but there's been another crash. This one is on the right side, and it's got a lot more activity associated with that. And you're getting by two lanes to the left on the inner loop approaching Springfield. And uh, it is uh, just a bit slow getting past it in the rain, so do be alert and back down under your speeds coming from Van Dorn Street, getting to 95. 395 and 95, each running without delay, and all's quiet. On 66 in both directions, Maryland Beltway traffic continues to run well. Not a whole lot going on in Montgomery or Prince George's counties. On 95 and on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, traffic is running pretty freely for the most part. Not a whole lot happening on either between the Beltways. Clear sailing on 50, getting out to the Bay Bridge, and also running well up and down 270. In the district, on 295, 695, and 395, all is quiet in both directions. Looking for a safe, used car? Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. And next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper.
5: A rainy Monday night out there with low temperatures in the low to mid-40s. This rain, though, gone by tomorrow with increasing sunshine throughout the day and a pleasant day, especially during the afternoon hours, with high temperatures in the low 60s and a bit of a breeze. Mostly sunny skies on Wednesdays. We begin the month of March with highs in the low 60s. We warm to near 70 degrees on Thursday with a chance for some rain showers around. Breezy winds Thursday and Friday with rain looking likely on Friday. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper.
2: At Fort Belvoir's 42, foggy bottom 43. And in Silver Spring, we're at 43 degrees. Some parts of our area dropping to about 40, so that's not a huge decrease tonight. We're staying mostly in the low 40s. Just want to tell you about the rain. It continues to push west to east. The heaviest rain right now is through Germantown, Wheaton, Olney, uh, Rockville, and Silver Spring. And then moving into the Landover area and Lothian, and there's some rain in uh, both Montgomery and Prince George's counties tonight. and Arundel County, uh, especially the Edgewater area, Annapolis getting some rain and then we've also got some rain in Glen Burnie and southern Baltimore. It's all moving west to east across the area. We're watching it on Storm Team 4 radar. And again, our temperatures uh, College Park at 43 and not budging from there or not getting much cooler. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today. Schedule your free in-home estimate. Eight ten, Money news at 10 and 40 on WTOP. We're going to Larry Kofsky.
1: This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The week began with a modestly higher session as traders came to terms with expectations of higher interest rates for longer. Dow Industrials gained 72. The S&P 500 rose 12. The Nasdaq added 72. Even as it looks to reduce costs, Amazon is doubling down on its same-day delivery efforts. The Wall Street Journal reports Amazon is devoting more resources to smaller warehouses that are designed to prepare products for quick delivery. The cost-cutting continues at Twitter with another round of layoffs. It's unclear how many employees were impacted. Some learned about it via email over the weekend. Others found out when they could no longer log in to Twitter's internal systems. Separately, Elon Musk is once again the world's richest person, with Tesla shares up nearly 5.5% today. The car maker's stock is up about 100% after it bottomed out in early January. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Tokyo's stock's up about half a percent. Australia's
2: ASX 200, half a percent higher. And South Korea is really surging. It is up more than 1%. The debate heats up on Capitol Hill and all over the world, really. Where did COVID really come from? We'll talk about it with Tina Reed, healthcare editor for Axios, says the Energy Department had an interesting report recently, saying it was a lab leak rather than an animal-to-person transmission.
3: or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-777-1979 or visit TermProvider.com. TermProvider.com. Good evening. A quick
2: look now at the top stories we're working on on WTOP. Feds have been told the clock is ticking to get TikTok off their work devices. Then the defense has rested in the murder trial of a South Carolina attorney accused of killing his wife and son. But there will be a field trip for the jury before they can deliberate. Keep it here on WTOP for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. And in just one minute, the latest on that Energy Department report. Was COVID a lab leak situation or transmission from an animal to a person? Stay with us. I'm Bob. Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group,
0: a family of brands
7: that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched
2: a new technology platform developed by another firm. American Eagle helped take our technology to
7: a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances,
3: Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. Everything you need, every time you listen.
0: WTOP News. It's
2: 815, and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. Did COVID-19 originate from a lab in China? Now, a Department of Energy assessment. This is, of course, the U.S. Department of Energy assessing and claiming that, and it is renewing the debate on where COVID-19 came from. But there's one more important piece of uh, uh, addition here to this story, and that is that the Energy Department is talking about a low confidence assessment. Well, let's dive in, into this some more with Tina Reed. She's healthcare editor for Axios. It's nice of you to take a few minutes to be with us, Tina. What I mentioned at the end there—the low confidence part—does that muddy the waters further, or does it give us some clarity? What, what is your and Axios's assessment of this?
0: So, in my reporting and talking to experts, it, it honestly doesn't give us a lot more information at this point. Um, the predominantly held belief by scientists is that this virus occurred naturally in animals and spilled over to humans um, from an animal market in Wuhan. But that is not definitive. Um, they're still open-minded to the idea that this could have come from a lab leak. Um, and that's also the, um, the view of four federal agencies is that it was came from natural spillover, but um, the Department of Energy does uh, make it the second uh, federal agency joining the FBI to say that it's possible that the virus did originate from within a Chinese lab.
2: Now, before we get into some of the politics of this, will we ever know, that is, will we ever know without uh, some pretty big cooperation from the Chinese government?
0: That doesn't seem uh, certain at all. Um, and, and most of the folks that I've spoken with don't see that as likely.
2: And then the, I, I, I intimated here that we, we need to discuss briefly the politics of this with some GOP members of Congress seizing upon the news with something to the effect that, hey, we were right about this all along. Are they uh, jumping, uh, jumping the gun here, going a bit too far in that we mentioned this is a low confidence assessment and a lot more digging has to be done?
0: Well, it's not surprising that this has ignited political fear. Um, you know, Republicans have been expressing anger over how the pandemic was handled. Um, and so, of course, many claimed vindication with this latest report. And um, the latest news is that they're pushing to make the Department of Energy assessment public because we actually don't know um, what the details are that led the Department of Energy to um, update its assessment. Um, so we actually, we don't have a lot more information. It's not surprising that they would latch onto this um and that we'll continue to hear more about this in oversight hearings going forward.
2: We sure will and we'll be reading about it on Axios. Uh, thanks to you Tina. Thank you very much. We'll talk again soon I hope. Thank you. Tina Reed, healthcare editor for Axios at 818 Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Bob Imler is with us in the traffic center.
6: Well, Springfield has gotten busy in the rain on 95 northbound just before the beltway. There's a crash along the right side. Two lanes get by by squeezing to the left and the second crash is on the ramp from 95 north to the inner loop just as to approach the inner loop where it happens quite a bit in wet weather. I think they got, may have gotten that one to the shoulder, but uh, there was a bit of a slowdown on the ramp. But coming northbound from Newington, be alert, getting up to the Beltway and getting by to the left around the crash with uh, more fire department equipment just arriving on the scene. Southbound 395 and 95, each running well, and no delays to report either way on 66. Beltway in Maryland through Montgomery and in Prince George's counties, not a whole lot going on tonight except for the weather. And on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running pretty well between the beltways tonight. Traffic on 50 out to the Bay Bridge, also running without delay. And up and down 270, you are good to go. In the district, up and down 295. Things are running pretty well both ways, same with 695 and 395. Lido Pizza is square because Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Lido Pizza has been a local favorite since 1955. Order online at LidoPizza.com. Bob Inler, WTLP traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper.
5: Cloudy skies with rain at times tonight and lows in the low to mid 40s. High temperatures tomorrow warming to around 60 degrees with clouds giving way to sunshine. Plenty of sun on Wednesday with high temperatures in the low 60s and a chance for rain on a mild Thursday. We'll have temperatures warming to near 70 with a bit of a breeze. Rain is looking likely at times on Friday, still blustery out there with temperatures cooler in the low 50s and on Saturday we're warming into the 50s to near 60. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist, Amelia Draper.
2: Checking out Storm Team 4 radar right around the Beltway and the close-in suburbs. Uh, we are drying out a little bit. But if you are in Triangle or Aquia or Fredericksburg and points east of Fredericksburg, there's a lot of rain there. Uh, we have quite a bit of rain falling through Columbia, Maryland, and Laurel, parts of Howard and... Prince George's counties and uh, parts of southern Anne Arundel County also getting rain. The system is pushing from west to east at a pretty fast clip. One more round of showers after this. I'm seeing some rain west of Hagerstown. Once that pushes through, we may be drying out across the region. So stay with us here, your weather alert station, WTOP. Rockville 40, Ashburn 43, District Heights 41. Not cooling off much tonight. We'll stay around 40 degrees. We're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, say 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP. The best and worst big
5: cities for first time home buyers. Where does DC rank? I'm Melissa Howell. Stay with us here, 821. Life's better when we do things together, like sharing the ride to work. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others who live and work near or with you. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. Learn more at commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. WUSA 9 News at 11 starts tonight with breaking news from Fairfax County. WUSA
7: 9 News at 11, covering the news as it's happening. Well,
5: I just spoke with Fairfax County police about an hour and a half ago. And there's more breaking news tonight from Prince George's County.
7: Bringing you updates as soon as they come into our newsroom. I just received this message from her uh, that I actually got permission to share on, on the news. Our Adam Longo just arrived on scene a few minutes ago. Brand new information that we just got in literally just within the past four minutes.
4: WUSA 9 News, weeknights at 11. 822.
0: Do you know a student-athlete who deserves recognition? Nominate your favorite high school athlete for their chance to be WTOP's next Player of the Week. Each week from now through May 19th, WTOP will choose one local athlete in the DMV to be featured on-air and online for their contributions to their community and to their team. Visit WTOP.com, search Player to nominate today. WTOP's Player of the Week program is sponsored by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. Mstreetbank.com.
3: This is WTOP
2: News. 823, ready to buy your first home? You may want to look outside the district.
5: When looking at the 50 largest metro areas across the country and what might be most important to first-time homebuyers, like culture, jobs, and housing affordability, where did D.C. fall? came out last which was kind of surprising. Jeff Ostrowski is an analyst with bank rate. The main reason the district ranks so low. Weak job growth and, and long commutes. He said this is compared to bustling job markets in many other metro areas.
7: Places like Austin that were up 9 percent. Uh, Vegas was up 10 percent. It's not really that D.C.'s job market is shrinking. It's just that comparatively it's not doing as well.
5: As for the top metro area overall for first-time home buyers, Austin, Texas came in number one. Melissa Howell, WTOP News
2: contaminated waste from the site of that fiery train derailment in Ohio has started moving out. The shipments began moving today and come after concerns were raised during the weekend about oversight of where the waste was being shipped. The Environmental Protection Agency also announced two hazardous waste sites will get some of the shipments at in incinerator southwest of Cleveland and then a landfill west of Annapolis. The EPA says it is now getting closer to identifying enough certified facilities to take all of the waste from the site of the derailment in East Palestine. Now, 825 on WTOP.
3: Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red.
7: Let's welcome in Rob Woodfork. All right, the uh, news of the day, Dimitri The Washington Commanders made the big but uh, not unexpected news of releasing Carson Wentz and Bobby McCain. Uh, But combined, it clears more than $30 million of cap space. This is just a couple of weeks before the start of the new league year. Now, we... Know what Washington's doing at quarterback. That's Sam Howell's gig for now. But what about Wentz in his first try at free agency? One of two things Dan Orlovsky says on ESPN's NFL Live. Find a team that has a starter that's a little bit in question, the Miami Dolphins, and maybe go say, I'm going to be the backup. And we know Tua has uh, history with injury. The second thing is, maybe he's done with football. He's been beat up a ton. He's got a ton of injuries. He's made himself a ton of money. Maybe Carson Wentz walks away from the game. Yeah, but he made a ton of money, so he's going to want to keep making a ton of money. Right. Frank Reich is in Carolina, by the way, the former Terp, uh, the head coach of the Panthers now, so maybe third time's a charm with his mentor. We'll see what happens. Busy night for Howard Basketball. They're trying to get back in the win column at SC State. The men's team in front, 25-15. That one's still in the first half. Uh, earlier, the women's team. Held off a fourth quarter bulldog rally to win sixty to fifty five, but South Carolina State's uh, they didn't go away. They were down by as many as twenty seven. They had a twenty five to seven fourth quarter, but uh, not enough to uh, avoid. A bison victory. Maryland happy about this week's AP top 25 poll. The women's team rises up two spots to number five in the rankings. The men's team back in the rankings, uh, for the first time in several weeks, uh, number 21 after those uh, wins over Minnesota and previously ranked Northwestern. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, Rob, still ahead here on WTOP
2: after traffic and weather. Congress's return comes with good news for passengers at one big local airport. 826, stay with us for your whole drive.
5: Melwood is accepting unwanted vehicles in any condition. Donating your vehicle to Melwood is fast and easy and supports your local community. We accept most vehicles in any condition, even if it's old or doesn't run. To donate, call 1-877-MELWOOD or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. Melwood, empowering people with
0: disabilities for 60 years. Call 1-877-MELWOOD.